Hey, what's going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. Today going to be five-game NBA main set on Friday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, before we get into the breakdown uh, of the players and, and the teams here, um, I do want to say uh, thank you guys for all support. Currently at 3.95 thousand subscribers, so... Uh, maybe by tomorrow I hit 4K. Uh, again, if you like the, all the free content, the easiest way to support me right now is uh, like the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell. Um, and then uh, also you can listen on Apple Podcast. Uh, it's the DK DFS show. The link is in the description below. If for some reason you can't watch the video, you can always uh, listen to it on Apple Podcast. Um, a five-star rating and review would be greatly appreciated if you are listening over there and you do enjoy the content. But uh, yeah, with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we get into players and their prices, what we can do is we can look back on that here from Thursday slate. So Thursday, off to a decent start here. Um, actually live streamed from uh, the car. Uh, I was really, really surprised that worked, but it did. Uh, used a hotspot live streamed. Um, it was right after a funeral. I, I just got in my car. I was, you know, I, I got to get a, uh, I got not my car, but I used a car uh, and live streamed there. Uh, and it ended up working out pretty well. So, um, yeah, again, I really wanted to live stream for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy that. But let's go over my lineup. Uh, so, with none, Hero, MPJ, Aiden, AD, Harden, Kuzma, Rivers. So, we got a lot of big news, right? Drogic was out. That's why I liked none. Hero, also much really liking Olenek and Iguodala. Had to make some tough choices there. I went with the two guards, MPJ. Uh, we do have Paul Millsap out. I'm assuming Jamal Murray's out, hoping, because that is a bigger boost to uh, MPJ. Isn't playing really well. Aiden was a thumbnail to my video for a reason. Uh, going off right now. Almost 40 fancy points through the third quarter. Hopefully, he doesn't uh, fall asleep like he did the other day in the second half. But, yeah, looking really, really good for Aiden there. Uh, and then I went to AD and LeBron or AD and Harden once LeBron got ruled out. Obviously, a huge boost to AD. I am slightly con slightly concerned they limit his minutes on Harden. Uh I went, I went to him, obviously, with no Westbrook. His upside is through the roof. My one concern there is maybe they double him every time. And the value right now, I have Kuzma. Uh, you know, when one of either LeBron or AD are out, Kuzma gets a huge, huge boost. And then I have Rivers. Uh, that's something that could change, right? I might try to get to Caruso if he's if he's playing. Or if he's not and Quinn Cook starts a point guard, maybe go to Quinn Cook. I have Ben Malcolm. There's a lot of options I can go through. So uh, that's what I have right now. We'll see how it goes. Um, but that's really the look back. Again, I'm making this video kind of early. I'm uh, just before 6 p.m. here, Eastern. Um, so if you look at the numbers currently, uh, we have, what is it, two games out right now with OKC and Memphis, a 224.5 over under. Uh, the Thunder, three and a half point favorites. And the Celtics and the Raptors, a 218 over under. Toronto, a three point favorites. So um, this, just looking over the slate, this is a slate I personally feel really good about. I always am open, honest with you guys with a slate. If I'm not feeling too hot about it, uh, then, you know, I'll tell you straight up. This is a slate, in my opinion, looks really, really good. There's like a few standout plays at each position that I really like. Um, I think you can almost make this a three-game slate, to be honest. I really do. Uh, OKC Memphis, Sacramento, Brooklyn, Washington, New Orleans. I think Personally, again, you can cross off Orlando, Philly, and Boston, Toronto. I just love those three games that I mentioned. So I'm gonna, pers I'm probably gonna get all my exposure in those three games. So let's uh, start with center here. Embiid is at 10.5. We do have no um, Ben Simmons, so I think he looks pretty decent. It's just you know 10.5k. You're gonna have to pay a premium for him. Um, now, sure, he can for sure get you there 10.5. Obviously, his users goes up with no Joel Embiid. Not really the best spot against Orlando. Um, 
I, there's just so many good plays in like the 7K range and the 8K range, even the 6K range that I, I really like the balance approach right now. So Embiid is just not like right now. It's just not going to the way, not going to be the way that I go. I get it if you if you want to get to him. It's just the opportunity cost or what do you have to sacrifice to get him in? Yeah, right. So I think Embiid is fine. Uh, again, you're gonna have to sacrifice a little bit too much, in my opinion, to get him in. Not a whole lot of value standing out right now. Uh, Zion is at 8K, so I'm intrigued to see what his minutes are gonna be like for the slate. Uh, the game against Sacramento did blow out. Only played 22. Played 25 before that. Was solid in the in those minutes. If we get some news that he's gonna play like limited, maybe to like 30 minutes, then I would have a little bit more interest here. Um, either way, I still think he's viable, but I would probably slightly give the edge to the other starters who should get more run, right? Just because Zion's still, they're kind of easing him back. Great matchup, though. Again, I want exposure to this game for sure. So, yeah, I do have interest in Zion. I don't know if he's my favorite play, and I kind of want to keep an eye on the news, see what it's going to be like for his minutes. Vucevic at 7-8. I do like that price on him. We have Aaron Gordon doubtful, too. So, yeah, I don't mind Vucevic. I think he's really solid. My concern here is he's going up against Embiid, and there's a decent chance he gets in some foul trouble, right? So that's always a concern. You can even make the argument the other way, right? Embiid's going to defend Vucevic. Orlando's offense, you know, they feed the ball to Vucevic a lot. So there's a little bit of foul trouble risk there on both sides. Jonas Valanciunas at 7-3, I think looks amazing here. Um, with with no Triple J, got 34 minutes there against Utah. So, um, I mean, if he's going to play about 35 minutes at 7-3, I think that looks really, really good. My concerns with Jay Vale are the minutes are never really necessarily secure, but 28, 30, and 34 looks pretty good. Um, he has been in some foul trouble. Yeah, that's a slight concern, but he's just such a high-usage guy, and if he's going to get like minutes close to 35 at 7-3, I think that looks really, really good. Now, sure, matchup defensively, Stephen Adams is solid doesn't worry me too much. It's just the price point and the minutes right now with Jay Val. So I do really like him there at 7-3. Also, really like Thomas Bryant at 7-2. I've been pretty high in him the last few slates. Now, the last slate, I, I said, I, um, I was like, if, if he stays out of foul trouble, I would love Thomas Bryant. He actually did stay out of foul trouble, played 31 minutes, 47 fancy points. He is just a super, super high usage guy right now in this offense. Washington, like who's going to score the ball? And the matchup against the Pelicans, you can't get a better matchup. So sure, 7-2. Like, on paper, it feels like a lot to pay for Thomas Ryan. I'm completely fine going to him. The minutes, um, I, I think we probably get somewhere between 30 to 35, maybe a little bit more. That's good enough with me. Again, it's just a matchup, uh, Washington being really thin. This Again, this is a game I want exposure to. I do really like Thomas Bryant here. I think if he, if he plays, like, above more than 35 minutes, he could go for 50-plus easily. So I do really like Thomas Bryant there. Again, 7-2. I know it feels like a lot to pay for him, but I think it's worth it. Uh, the other Philly guys with Ben Simmons out, I don't know if one really stands out. Like in beat again, you're going to have to pay premium. I'm not going to pay 6-6 six, six for Horford. Like Tobias is priced up too. And they have so many guys that can use guards-wise, like Jay Rich, Burks, Korkmaz, uh, Shake Milton, that honestly, I'm probably going to stay away from the, from the Philly side and probably Orlando too. Uh, Orlando's kind of the same thing with Aaron Gordon. They have a lot of bodies they can use. So, yeah, right? Then Triple J is out for the season. Jared Allen, this is pretty big news. He's questionable. Uh, looks like he uh, was sprained an ankle. If he plays, he's another center. I really like at 6'3", who uh, we, we should expect 35-plus minutes from him in a close game as long as he stays on the foul trouble. So I really like Jared Allen if he plays. If he's out, could open up some value, but they still have Kuroks. They have a guy like Dante Hall. They might just run like... 
I don't know if it'd be really worth it to get to those guys. So we'll see. Obviously, you got to keep an eye on Jared Allen as he plays. I really like him there at 6'3". Steven Adams is 6'1". There's just too many other center plays that I, I like more. Again, Steven Adams, can, like he'll have like a 40, 50 fantasy point game every once in a while, but I just prefer better uh, centers that are like more um, well-rounded offensively. Favors is actually an intriguing low-owned play at 5'2", but kind of depend on Zion. So if Zion's going to play more, that's obviously a hit to Favors. If Zion's going to be limited again, or maybe even rest since it's a back-to-back, I mean, if Zion's out, if they rest him, then obviously Favors becomes a lot more viable. Then it's a boost those other guys. So this is kind of dependent on Zion news right now that the, the available, or, you know, if I'm going to get to any favors. Again, that would just be a contrarian option, though. Definitely not a cash play. Uh, Brandon Clark was really, really chalky. He's like 80% that last slate. Uh, played 27 minutes, 20 fancy points. Not the best. Again, that's kind of what will happen playing high alongside high-usage guys like J-Bell, like John Morant, right? That's where a lot of the production is coming from. So, I understand why he didn't have an amazing game. If he starts again at the four and plays like 25, 30 minutes, I think he's fine. But again, not, not my favorite play at 4-9. Now, Rashawn Holmes at 4-9, I think looks really, really good. Again, there's like three or four centers I mentioned that I really like. Rashawn Holmes is one of them. I love him. If he's going to play, he played 32 minutes there against the Pelicans, and that was a blowout. If he's going to play 32-plus minutes under 5K in a match against Brooklyn, I am all about Holmes. Now, we have not seen the upside game from him yet, but uh, if you followed him, you know, the, the Kings early on in the regular season, like he was a guy that could get you 35, 40 fantasy points easily. And yeah, I, I just like the buy low right now. 4-9 seems way too cheap. Now, I am slightly concerned. The minutes aren't necessarily secure, but I think if the game stays close, we, we do probably get close to 30, maybe even more from Holmes minutes-wise. Marcus Saul actually had a decent game there, but again, this with all the other centers, I mean, I know if, I know 4K is cheap, but I just prefer. I think there's more upside with some of those other guys. Now, Krugs is a guy that'll probably start at center if Jared Allen's out. He is under 4K. He'll probably play 25 minutes. I think he would be in play for value. A guy like Dante Hall again. I think him and Krugs would probably split the center minutes again. Cantor, I mean, again, he played, what, five seven, five minutes at last game? It's just Brad Stevens doesn't does want to play him. So he could play anywhere from 5 to 20 minutes, like I've mentioned. Obviously, if it's at higher end, he could crush, but there's just no guarantee. The one good thing is Toronto does run big. Gasol, Ibaka, Siakam, right? They have a big front court. So this is a game I could see Cantor getting 15, 20 minutes. Uh, that really wraps it up. Oh, we do have Alex Len. Is he back? He's available. Did he even play? He did play some minutes. So I think he, he used, he was the backup though. Did Giles even play? Um, sorry. Now I'm kind of doing this on the fly. Giles. Yeah. So it looks like Len is now the backup center over Giles. I mean, I think Len is a dart throw. He is min price, right? But he only played 15 minutes. I think he probably would have got extended a little bit from the blowout. Like, if I knew Alex Lennon was going to play, like, 15 to 20 minutes, I would really like him at mid-price. But right now, I just prefer getting to Holmes. Obviously, he's the safer option. But I think Len is an interesting play in GPPs. Now let's get into power forward. Ingram at 8-4. I mean, again, I just want exposure to this game. He played 34 minutes. We really haven't seen a big upside game from really any of these Pelicans guys yet. And the prices aren't really moving. Sometimes even going up, like, Drews to 9-3, even though we haven't seen a big game yet. So kind of wish the prices came down on some of these guys a bit. But... Uh, I, again, I think you want exposure to this game. Two teams that play no defense and play at a super, super fast pace. I mean, look at that last game, 125 to 140. So 
yeah, I like Ingram uh, at 84. Um, again, I, I, I want uh, pieces to this game. Tobias, it is a revenge game. There is no Ben Simmons, but there's just the, the three games I really want to target. I don't know if it does that much to, to Tobias Harris usage. So right now, I, I just think there's better plays uh, around his price. We're not going to get to Siakam 8-2. Um, Tatum, I couldn't... I can't, couldn't believe that, man. He hit three fouls in five minutes in the first half. Didn't play a second more. Uh, that That's just literally been my luck. Now, have not had any foul trouble yet with the first three guys I've played, but I'm guessing I'm going to get some of the later slate because I have to, right? It's happened every slate. I assume uh, it's going to happen again today. Yeah, that was super tilting. Him only playing, obviously, because of the blowout or, or the, the foul trouble and then the blowout. Uh, the price did come down with Kemba Walker being back. I don't know if I'm going to get to anyone in Boston here. And that game in general doesn't look too, too appealing. We do have Aaron Gordon doubtful, but still, like, mm, I don't know if it does too much for me. Uh, Isaac is out too, but Orlando still has a lot of bodies they can use. I'll talk about Orlando. I'll talk about Philly again at the end, the reason why I'm not still super high on those, on those teams. Maru's at 5'9". Um, we'll play big minutes, but I just prefer Thomas Bryant. I prefer Troy Brown in the same team. Well, sure, you can run all three, but I would just rather get to those two guys. I think they're upside higher. Now, Gallinari is in play at 5'6". Uh, did only play 25 minutes. That was a blowout. He was on pace for about 30-32, which is what we usually see from Gallo. I was worried that first game against Denver, where he only played 24 in regular time. If we're going to get 32 or so minutes from Gallo in a good match against Memphis with no Schroeder, I think he looks really good at 5-6. Uh, let's see. Other options. Bielitsa is now at 5K. Um, it's just the minutes, right? They're so up and down. He's just strictly a GPP play. Other options, uh, not super excited about a lot of guys in this range, in the cheaper range. James Ennis probably gets more run with, with uh, no Aaron Gordon, but yeah, I, I think he's fine at 3-7. I, I think he's okay. Um, yeah, that, that wraps it up. Let's move on to small forward. Got no Ben Simmons. Unfortunately, got injured for me last night. That, that was super, super tilting. I actually still, last night, I still somehow won. Uh, like half my money back in Ed I couldn't believe it. I had a lot of exposure to that late game, which blew out, and then I had Ben Simmons' injury. So, hey, I'll take it. Um, but, yeah, uh, let's see. So, Ingram already talked about. Tobias already talked about. Already talked about the Boston guys. Uh, Troy Brown, 5'5". Five, five. I love him at 5'5". Five, five. I think this is one of the best plays of the day, in my opinion. Him, Thomas Bryant, I really, really like. I, I think you can play both for sure. Uh, he's, he's a guy that's going to play 35-plus minutes in a close game. Unbelievable match where it's the Pelicans. Again, I want exposure to this game. Bryant and Troy Brown really, really stand out to me on Washington. I think I'm probably going to play both. Um, well, I guess I shouldn't, I don't know, center. There is, again, there's a lot of good plays I mentioned at center, right? So J-Val, Thomas Bryant, Jared Allen, if he plays, uh, Rashawn Holmes. Those are like the four guys that I think really stand out. So I shouldn't say I'm gonna, like for sure going to play Thomas Bryant, but he looks really good. Again, I just talked about Troy Brown. Love him. Um, Joe Harris, um, he is questionable. That could open up some some more time here for for those other value nets guys. But they're really not like value. They're kind of priced up from the other day. Like Temple prices up, TLC prices up. We'll talk about Lavert, who I love as well. Again, there's just a lot of guys that in, in that in the mid range that really stand out today. Um, the Sacramento guards Bogdan had a huge game the last game. I know a lot of people are tilting because they some some people played him when he played 20 minutes, shot the ball one of 15. The next game, 37 minutes. 13 of 20, 50 fancy points. He's been a little bit more up and down. I prefer Fox. You can get to him. I probably prefer Rashawn Holmes, too. 
But again, this game looks good too. I think Bogdan's solid at 5-1. Uh, the minutes are a little bit more up and down, but I think probably we get over 30 in a close game. So I've interested in Bogdan, who does have upside, just been, again, a little bit more up and down. Like, sure, Jay Rich gets a boost with no uh, Ben Simmons, but really, I don't think I want to go there. I, I just think I prefer players in other games. Um, again, TLC, 4-3. Yeah, I guess he would be in play if Joe Harris is out, but I don't think I want to go there either. Uh, Bazemore, I don't think he's getting enough minutes. Yeah, still not getting enough minutes for me to consider him. Rack and Hart will probably play 20 to 25 minutes. It's a great matchup, so if you get to one of them for value, it's fine. Again, they kind of have to knock down their threes, though. Um, I'm not getting to Dort. A few people have uh, asked me about Dort. He did have 20 fans. He's just such a low usage guy. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, even with Schroeder out, uh, I don't think I want to go there. All right, let's move on to shooting guard. So, Drew Holiday. Again, he's priced to 9-3. Oh, I wish he was cheaper, but 9-3 does kind of feel like a lot. I still think he could definitely get you there because just the matchup. Um, yeah, again, 9-3, nine, nine, I think, makes him a little bit more of a GPP-only contrain play because you're really not getting him at a discount. Uh, Van Fleet, uh, I still have some interest just because he's playing huge minutes. Again, not really the best matchup, but 41, 51, 51, 45 fantasy points. He's doing it all. He's a guy that will get you rebounds, assists, blocks, deals, points. Yeah, I have interest in Van Fleet, but again, I, I don't know if I'm going to go this direction. I really just want to target those three games I mentioned. Karis LeVert at 7-1. I have no idea what DraftKings is doing with this price. He is one of the best plays of the day. Absolutely love Karis LeVert. Only played 27 minutes the last game. Was a blow. Don't be worried. That game against Orlando, only played 28. Was a blow. Don't be worried. The game against Washington was close. Played 39 minutes. Shot the ball 25 times. If the game stays close, we're probably going to get close to 40 minutes. We're probably going to get maybe over 20 shot attempts. Super, super high usage guy. We have Allen status up in there. We have Joe Harris status up in there. Both of them are out. Even more boost to Levert. Love Levert. I think he's the best, one of the best plays, if not the best play of the day at, at that price. Really, really like him. Uh, SGA, I'm going I right back to the again. I'm really, really high in SGA, too. We have no Schroeder. Didn't really play the best there against the Lakers. 36 minutes. Shot the ball 3 of 11, 36 fantasy points. But the minutes are going to be there. The matchup's a lot better now against Memphis. Him, CP3, Gallinari are all in play. My favorite first price would probably be SGA, though. Um, they just get all get a huge boost there with no Schroeder. So I really like SGA too. Uh, again, the Boston guys with Kemba coming back. I don't know if I'm gonna get to them. Uh, the other broken guys again, they're just prices up. Uh, talked about Troy Brown. Really like Troy Brown as well. Dylan Brooks said I think he had a solid shooting day. It went for seven of seventeen. Uh, it's just too scoring dependent for me. Again, rarely get to John Morant. Rarely get to JV. So I don't think I'm gonna get to uh, to um, Dylan Brooks. Fournier at five three. Sure, again, he's going to get a boost to no Aaron Gordon. My issue with him is he's a little bit more scoring dependent at times. The game in general doesn't look amazing, and I still don't know if I'm going to get to him or anyone in that game, to be honest. Um, Terrence Ross, his price is 5K. Sure, he'll play a few more minutes. I'm not going there. Well, Justin Robinson, I think it is in play, even at 4-9. He's playing a lot alongside Troy Brown. He's going to get close to 30 minutes. He's been pretty solid. Again, I'd much prefer Troy Brown if you're going to make me pick. Can you play both of them? I think you can. Um, would I do it? I don't know, but again, much prefer Troy Brown. I think Justin uh, Robinson is the is the interesting pivot there in GPPs, uh, just to get off of, of a higher owned, in my opinion, Troy Brown. Uh, let's see other options. Sure. So uh, right, guys like Burks uh, should get more run. Uh, I got like Cork Miles will get like play more. Jay Rich, Shake Milton. This Philly has too many guys, so I'm just not getting to anyone. I, I just think there's no reason to. Um, I don't want to get to the OKC value either. I, I don't think we have to do it on the slate. So that's really Let's move on to point guard. Uh, I already talked about Drew. Again, Benson's out. Lowry's at 8-7. I'm going to pass. John Moran at 8-5. I mean, I know it kind of feels like a lot to pay for John Moran, but he's going to play 
37 to 40 minutes. He's going to shoot the ball a ton. He's had the ball 8, 22, 18, 21, and 15 times in the, in the games of the bubble right now. Super, super high usage. No triple J, obviously. Matchup's okay. It's not great. It's not not terrible. Um, I have interest in John Moran 8-5. I think he goes under the radar. Now, sure, you're probably you're going to have to pay, pay a premium. Sorry. But I still think he is in play. Uh, CP3 at 8-1. I like him. Again, the Mets only 31. That game was a blowout against the Lakers. I think we probably get... 35 plus from him in a close one. Him, SGA, Gallo, I think all look good. Again, I probably prefer SGA first price, but I have interest in CP3. Uh, his upside goes way up too with no Schroeder. Uh, I already mentioned Van Fleet. De'Aaron Fox at 7'6. I love Fox. Guy I've really been high on uh, so far uh, for the Kings. The price is not moving. Uh, the matchup is amazing against Brooklyn. He's going to play 35 plus minutes. It is a back to back. It does worry me a little bit, right? Maybe the minutes go down to like 35, 34. Either way, he's a guy that's going to push the pace. Like he gets the ball, he's going to go and, and run. <laughs> really, brought up, brought up the court. Um, I love Fox at seven six. I think he is also one of the best plays of the day. And again, you guys can kind of tell now that I'm really high on a lot of these guys in, in this kind of price range. So I'm going more balanced, 100. Uh, percent I think it looks really, really good in the slate. I think Lonzo Ball looks good at seven four. Now we haven't really seen again. We haven't seen a big game from any of these Pelicans guys yet. But this is the matchup I think we see a big game from at least one of those Pelicans guys. I think Lonzo looks the best for his price at 7-4. I think we get 35 minutes in a close game. Again, this game is going to be played at a super, super fast pace. No defense. I have interest in Lonzo, and I think he goes super low-owned. Hasn't shot the ball the best. Hasn't really been that aggressive offensively. Six, seven, seven shots. But we know Lonzo has it in him, right? Uh, if he's knocking down those shots, if he's knocking down those threes, he's a guy that has enormous upside, right? If Lonzo's hitting his threes... He has 50 fans going upside in this matchup, for sure. So I have Anderson Lonzo. I think he goes a little bit lower owned uh, just because of recent, recency bias. Again, uh, I'm not going to get to the Boston guys. Kemba's going to be back. Uh, is Kemba... Let's see, they say anything about his minutes? I don't think so. Uh, he is 6K, but still, I, I still don't know if I want to do it, uh, to be honest. Um, Ish Smith is at 5K. The minutes went up to 30. He's a little bit of a riskier play. Again, I prefer Troy Brown, Thomas Bryant, for sure, on the team. Can he get to Ish? Yeah, sure. Ish can go for 40 in this matchup if he gets 30-plus minutes, so... A little bit interesting ish. I think the Mets are not as secure as guys like Troy Brown and Thomas Bryant, though. Uh, let's see. Other options. Um, I was tilting so hard about Wanamaker Chalk, too. Uh, I was like, guys, Brad Wanamaker is not going to play more minutes. Trust me, even with Kemba out, and he didn't. Like I like I mentioned, uh, Brad Stevens just extended the rotation, played some of those, guys, those guards at the end of the bench. It was just Wanamaker picked up two blocks, two steals. It was actually solid for one. So I was I was tilting pretty hard about that last night. Um, obviously not going to get to Wanamaker with, uh, with Kemba playing. Um, but, yeah, I think that wraps it up. So real quick, I will go to Orlando. I'll go to Philly, and I'll tell you guys why I don't think I'm going to get to anyone. Like, Vucevic at 7-8 is definitely a guy that has upside. It just worries me. Like, do I want to take that risk with the foul trouble risk for Vucevic? I don't know if I want to do it with all the plays I mentioned already. I just, I am a little bit worried. Um, and Gordon doubtful, but they have you know, Fournier, Ross, Fultz, DJ Augustine, James Ennis, Ken Birch, Wesson Mundo, Gary Clark will get in the rotation. Like I just, I just don't think I want to do it with any of them. Now, if you're going to make me pick like, like a magic guy, it probably would be Vooch and just hope he stays out of foul trouble. If he does, he could definitely crush that salary at seven, eight, with no Aaron Gordon. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, I've been just in Vooch. I'm just again, really worried about the foul trouble issues. I think Fournier looks okay, too, at 5'3". 
Um, he's a guy that, you know, does have upside when he's shooting well. And then lastly, maybe James Ennis for value, but still, like, those would be the three I'd consider, but I don't know if I'm going to get to any of them personally. And then Philly side, again, no Ben Simmons is a boost to these guys, but in B, you're going to have to pay premium at 10-5. Tobias is way priced up, even in a revenge spot. Al Horford, no way I'm paying 6-6 for him. They have Milton, Richardson. Um, they have Burks, Korkmaz, Thibel. That will get minutes. It just don't think we have to go there. I, I really don't on the slate. So, I think that's going to wrap it up for the video, guys. Uh, if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a like button on the video. Again, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We're really, really close to 4K. Um, and hit that notification bell. Uh, but thanks again, guys. I will be live streaming the Slate Locks at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I will be watching probably 30 to 45 minutes before lock. Uh, maybe even a little bit earlier. I'll let you guys know. But I'll definitely be live streaming tomorrow. Um, and I will not be in the car. I'll be here in the desk. So, uh, yeah, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys have a good day, and I will see you all in the next video.